Welcome to Fast Break, presented by M3 Elevate. I'm Matt Cranny. I'm happy to be here, and I'm glad you could join us. In this episode, and in every episode, we talk offensive and defensive business strategies with some of the most successful and insightful small business leaders. So if you're looking for great conversation and new ways to grow and protect your company, you're in the right place. There's no such thing as a small business. Every business is monumental for the people who lead and depend on it. At M3 Elevate, we have hundreds of policies, but only one mindset. Fuel your growth. Keegan Moyer is the owner and manager of State Street Brats, a restaurant and bar that's an iconic downtown Madison institution and is home to the world-famous Red Brat. Prior to his time with State Street Brats, Keegan had a distinguished hockey career that included skating for the Badgers. Keegan, welcome to the Fast Break. We're so glad you're here. Awesome to be here. I look forward to it. Awesome. Well, let's dive right in, Keegan. On the Fast Break, we love to learn from awesome, small and growing business owners who are doing the rewarding, terrifying and critical work of growing their business and impacting their community. So tell us all about your business, State Street Brats. Uh, we are a uh, you know local Madison bar restaurant. We just have one location. Um, originally, it was built in uh, the 1950s by two World War II veterans who came back from um, you know Germany in the war and wanted a kind of a German you know open table community style table um, you know bar and restaurant. My dad worked there in the college in the 70s. And so that's how he kind of got introduced to the business and introduced to the, you know, the restaurant. And then um, in the late um, 80s, 1989, my family had the opportunity to buy the restaurant in 1989. And, and kind of the rest is history. We've been trying to just grow and endear ourselves to the community and university ever since. Can you uh, tell me a little bit more about your journey? So how, does, how did you make the transition from, from hockey to, to the family business? My family didn't push me into the business at all. It was just kind of like, well, we have this business, but it's, it's ours. It's not yours. Like if you want to kind of be a part of it, great. If you don't like, you know, there was never any pushing, you know, really enjoyed the restaurant scene, really enjoyed taking care of the customer and understanding what, what people's needs are and how to, how to deliver those best. And after about two and a half years out in Colorado, gaining some experience, um, decided to come back and took everything from from the ground up. Um, there was no, Oh, you're moving into management right away or anything like that. You know, I worked, yeah. I worked the front door just like everybody else. I did, I did the cooking. I did the grilling. I did, you know, everything just like everybody else. How, how do you all as a family navigate being a family and being involved in the same business? The, the best part about being in a family business is you're working with your family and you get to share that and you get to enjoy hopefully successes. And the worst part of being in a family business is you're in it with your family. You try to keep it family's family and business is business. You know, you got to treat business like a business. Um, you know, you have the same rules, you set the same standards for everybody. Absolutely. So every business owner that is listening to the podcast and, and, and our clients um, has to, you know, protect their business or play defense, right? And w- when I think about the last two years and no statements about are we in COVID, out of COVID, whatever, but when you think back, 
and navigating the last two years of the COVID landscape, it's hard to think of any businesses that were harder impacted uh, than bars and restaurants. And, and I'd love to explore some of that with you. So tell us what you remember about that. How did you initially respond as a business and, and, and how did you essentially play defense really well as a business during that time? We were able to, um, you know, take some risks and, and, you know, create a broad shipping program for our loyal customers who wanted to not only support the business going through a hard time, but also just wanted a nice product. And now, you know, two and a half years later, I think we've sold somewhere between five and 10,000 boxes and shipped them yep. nationally all over the country. And, and then, you know, inside the restaurant, we were a, a traditional tavern style service. You know, you order up at the bar, we bring the food to you. Um, but through the, the necessity for table service and the necessity for, um, you know, COVID guidelines, six feet apart and all these other things, we couldn't have people standing up, moving back and forth. And we were able to shift our restaurant model to a server style model. We are, um, you know, as busy or if not busier than we've ever been due to those changes that we we had to take on with COVID, but used it as an opportunity. So that's something I'm very, very, very proud of um, overall. M3 Elevate, one of the things that we talk about, Keegan, is, you know, we want to help businesses play offense and defense. And, and sometimes people think, oh, the defensive things are just sort of protectionist, right? And, and that's okay. But sometimes um, defensive strategies can ultimately help your business grow, right? Because they promote those sort of new ideas, creative solutions, new ways to think about it. At M3 Elevate, one of the things that we talk about, Keegan, is, you know, we want to help businesses play offense and defense. And, and sometimes people think, oh, the defensive things are just sort of protectionist, right? And, and that's okay. But sometimes um, defensive strategies can ultimately help your business grow, right? Because they promote those sort of new ideas, creative solutions, new ways to think about it. My own self. And I was like, yeah. well, I got to do something. Yeah. And it grew into something else. But now we have that whole process and program on top of the restaurant. So now it's like a whole secondary revenue stream. When it, and at, for a time, it was the only revenue stream. One other area that we're kind of growing at, we always did a little bit of catering, but we, we took a risk and we bought a 26-foot food truck. Now, you know, we're trying to build that business and, and do graduation parties and weddings and business luncheons um, for people and just create a unique experience and, you know, try to find other ways to serve, to serve customers other than just the in-house bar experience. We want to grow with the times and, and continue to be, you know, a restaurant 30 years from now um, rather than, um, you know, maybe you fade out with all the competition around downtown Madison and, and you know, try to stay up with the times and create a whole new generation of alumni that, that love the Broad House and love State Street Broads. Continuing on, um, Keegan, with that sort of growth uh, theme and excitement for the future of movement, whether as a business leader or, or from your athletic background, how have you personally sort of developed your mindset for growth? I just try to think of a little bit every day. Um, moving in the right direction, moving forward, um, you know, no, no days off mentality. I feel like, you know, you don't got to go a hundred miles an hour every single day, but if you just continue to move the ball forward, you know, a little by little. Yeah, great, uh, great answer. And, and it makes me think of the phrase that sort of I've come to really try and embrace this year that, you know, consistency beats intensity. Going off that consistency, I think you have to, you know, trust the process 
a, a real belief in what you're doing and that it is the right thing. You know, that core value and that core goal is is still valid and top of mind, and it just needs more more time to um, you know kind of create that arrowhead. It needs to be sharpened yeah. a little more and polished a little more. Yeah. It might not be re- there right now, but that that arrowhead is going to get pointed. It is going to get sharp. I love that. I love your, especially the analogy of um, sharpening the arrow and, and what can we do sort of with consistency every day to just sharpen the arrow a little bit more for our businesses, for our teams, for our vendors, for our customers. I, I sort of love that visual. Keegan, as we sort of turn the corner towards home, uh, as always, our, our last set of questions is our fastest break set of questions. So this is a series of just rapid fire questions, uh, looking for that sort of first response off the top of your head. Uh, and then we move on to the next one. Sound good? All right, let's do it. All right. Favorite book that you've read in the last 12 months? I read Matthew McConaughey's book, uh, Green Lights. That was kind of a fun read, but also had some good, good tidbits in there. Your favorite podcast that you would recommend to our audience, and it can be about anything. Uh, I like Joe Rogan. I he's got a lot of interesting people on a lot of different topics. It changes every week. Someday it's a music artist. Someday it's you know uh, a politician. Some days it's a, an actor. Um, it's just great variety and great three hour conversation of of kind of fun. Uh, your current live without it app on your phone. Uh, my Traeger app right now. Uh, there you go. It, it, I love my Traeger these months. Uh, last thing you did that truly scared you. Uh, I bought a $63,000 food truck and I, I was, I thought it was going to work, but it was peak of peak of COVID and I wasn't sure I was going to go. I, I figured it was a good idea, but I didn't know at the time. And Keegan, if you have to give a Ted talk tomorrow, what would be the title? Is your level of sacrifice greater than the level of success you want to achieve? Love that. I love that. Keegan, as, thank you for being on the fast break with us today. As we wrap up, if our audience wants to know more about State Street Brats or about you, where can people find you? If you go to statestreetbrats.com, um, we have all of our food menus on there. We have uh, our food truck on there. We have catering. We have brat shipping nationally. Um, everything's based off there. But if you need an office lunch, we can, we can deliver the food to you. If you want us to come cook on site, we can do that too. You'll see us popping up all over the place. And if you want us to show up, give us a call or go online and fill out an inquiry and we'll be there. All right. Hey, listen, audience, you know what to do. Go find State Street Brats. Book them for all of your events. They're awesome. Keegan, thank you so much for being willing to be with us today, sharing your wisdom and insights with our audience. We truly appreciate it. Thank you so much. I had a great time. I really appreciate you bringing me on. This has been Fast Break, presented by M3 Elevate, where we talk with high-impact business leaders and share strategies that you can use to grow and protect your business. And remember, don't settle for an insurance and benefits agent who only plays defense. You need an advisor, a partner, a friend who helps you play offense too. That's up. Like what you heard? Well, don't forget to subscribe. You'll find bonus content and more episodes at m3ins.com slash m3elevate and anywhere where you find your podcasts. And if you're a business owner or leader with insights to share, give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. We might even love to have you on the show. This is Fast Break, presented by M3 Elevate. 
I'm Matt Cranny, and we'll see you next time.